0: what's going on guys and welcome to Tody totally Blitz fight club before we get into action go down please like and subscribe to the channel and if you haven't already go check us out on apple podcast spotify anywhere else you check out um your podcast from and as always, let's get into today's episode. I'm Paul Pickle Winham Concha, sports encyclopedia, and a drunk gambler. And today, he's going with, hey, man, you already know it's that boy Kevin Waterboy, boy, aka the Dom P.Y., like, aka the motherfucker that
1: just dropped the video this Saturday. Go so check us out at the Project E motherfucker, the Project E on Twitter, Instagram, Project E on YouTube. Check that out, your bitch ass man.
0: Yeah, and always feel free to drop a comment down below, bro. We're always willing to talk some shit with the people.
1: Uh, unless see. unless you're Kyle, we know that you can't read. So we're not even going to struggle. You stress you like that. We'll read them out to you at next time we see
0: you. Yeah, hey, buddy, if you got an iPhone, you do have those audio features. You can always talk, oh, there you go. talk to yeah. Siri. Let
1: Siri do it for you. Yeah.
0: But uh, so, like he said, that boy, Kev, dropped a video this Saturday. Everyone go check it out on Project B. Woo! <laughs> And then, after you check out a project you video Saturday, then we can talk about the fights that happened this Saturday.
1: Ooh, see, I made sure to drop the, the video before the fight so that we had something to watch like 100 times before the fights happen, get you in that mood. You feel me? Go check that out the beef, Mystic Boat. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Thank you. Well, we had a uh, UFC Vegas 54 taking on in the Apex. Before we go into the fights, you said you was gonna find out if you like the Apex or not in this uh, after this card. Where are you standing? You're still in the middle? You still okay leaning okay. This away?
1: Is, uh, this is how I feel about the Apex. You look me. I'm a live type of dude, cause like I always I always did better with the lights on and a, and a and a crowd watching. That was just me personally. Like I always did better with the hey get him skinny black kid get him, get him. I love that shit. But the apex is smooth. I liked it. Cause it's not like it's any too much smaller. And it's more, I like how they run. They like everybody runs to the ring walk. Like you got to, that's kind of clear. That was fine. I was like, at like first I thought they was doing that on purpose. Me personally, I would have just kept it going. I would, oh track me, track me. I'll give a fuck if I had a fight today. Track me. I would have been that bitch like the ultimate warrior. <laughs> like I would have been, so that shit's cool. And I did like how you can hear the coaches loud and clear. And if you got a big hitter in there, like I was hoping for that young my block, my that boy young block with I'd be able to hear him connect and stuff like that. So like I didn't get to hear the connections like I wanted to, but I understood it. And when this bitch got thrown, oh my gosh, that <laughs> shit sounded terrible, kid. Like I was just mad there was nobody in the arena to go, ooh. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So I give the apex. The apex was looking like a five out of ten to me, but I'm giving it
0: now eight point five. It could go up to a, it could go up to a nine point five. I ain't gonna lie though. Hmm. Okay, no, I respect it. I'm but still I'm, here, right here. So we'll
1: get us. It goes up point
0: five. <laughs> yeah, you. We just need a. You'll see the more uh, the, the color commentator style coaches from the side. Uh, we didn't have many present for this fight, but whenever we do have like one of those fun fucking like a gechi in the corner of your like screaming or something like those, those do make the apex a little bit more exciting.
1: I want to hear Khabib loud as Khabib, but you know, his ass will be
0: put the arm in. Put the arm yeah, in no, he, the he way, he's way, way. screaming and then <laughs> he funny. gets pissed if he feels like he's getting cheated or something. Right. That nigga be hot.
1: <laughs> hot shit. I think the last Islam fight, he was upset for some reason.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see uh but let's jump into you already hinted on one of them those the two ladies on the main card the women's flyweight caitlin chahook Chohok again versus
1: Amanda i'm you talking fighting the night i'm not gonna lie right so i was on a laptop and i had a very limited ala- uh, amount of battery allotted to me, right so and i was ready for the for the headliner to go five rounds and the one of the judges one of the judges accidentally loses pencil, so they gotta so we had to wait forever for the decision i was ready i was ready
0: they didn't lose a pencil
1: (laughs) so i couldn't watch every fight on this and this was during the charlo um the boots and charlo card so i was like okay you know what i'm going to watch one of these fights but look i was i was like i'm not watching none of these fights until the headliner but these girls came out. So first of all, the white girl was kind of fun. So you know, I had, to walk. I, had to, I had to just check her out and see what her name was. You feel me? And then this Brazilian girl, Rebus. Oh my god, she was. I thought she was a gangster kid. I thought she was, was a, a. She was like a. She was like hired muscle for, for the UFC kid. The way she was in this bit. Hmm.
0: Brazilians yeah. are the king of the stare down. That's one thing that almost it's almost in their blood. <laughs> she like, got that yeah. look in her eyes,
1: like fucking old school. Apache warrior type. I was like, God damn, bitch! Like she's a scary motherfucker, and that she fights like that. Like that shit. First off, the white girl. Um, I don't. I don't, I don't know how to say her name correctly. Caitlyn. So. You
0: just her Caitlyn.
1: Oh, oh, Katie. Katie, motherfucking was um going through it. Was going. She's a great fighter. Like she, I like her to beat up eighty percent of the people I know. But motherfucking, this this Reboss is a fucking problem. Like she. Her head and arm throws, she hit two of them. And like, if you know, anything in a wrestling, like you can, to first, I missed the first one, but you can tell when somebody gets thrown, because there's no reason for you to be eating your armpit at any point in life, <laughs> unless you got your stupid ass thrown. So uh, when I came back, I, heard, I just heard the impact. I heard a doof. I came back and I was like, this bitch got thrown. What the fuck? But, but there's no Julo. proof. They didn't replay or nothing. And then her, she I give it to her. She got up out of there. She didn't stay, she never stayed too long, but rebox was getting them, them rider time points. And then motherfucking the second round, she has fucking thrown again, dog. I was like, what? What the fuck is going on? I thought she was fighting Randy Couture or something. Like, what the fuck is going on with these fucking throws? And motherfucking... So Reboss was a problem. She had great striking. Her hands continued to throw. She reminded me a lot of um, what girl did I see that just kept throwing them things? Not um, Serrano. Maybe Serrano. That Serrano Taylor fight. Somebody a girl that just kept throwing them. She had the flurries. She was ready to go. And she, Katie is no slouch. She was taking things. She was taking. She was taking some hard hits. And like that, she, the Brazilian just how cool. Cat- like cool calculated. I was like, okay, this is like I understand why this fight won't fight in the night. Cause like Katie is no slouch. She is no slouch. Like she is not, she's probably fucking up the rest of her but reboss is an issue. Like I, oh, I need I to see saying, her I she don't can.
0: I don't think you saw the decision correctly because Caitlin Kukin won the split decision. Wait, she did? Yeah, she won over Amanda Reboss. They um. Yeah the judges had a 29 28 where one judge uh, had it for Amanda the other way 29 28 Amanda
1: no i i key probably did close it before the decision cuz i thought i thought everything
0: was it was very bad. i won't say super controversial cuz both fighters did a lot possible. of work whereas like um but Amanda had the th- uh the, i think she, was there two or three takedowns i know she had at least two for sure um I didn't know she lost, but wow. Kaylin, I will, and Kaylin's credit, you kind of said it earlier, like, those takedowns, she did some damage, but she kept getting back up. Like, it wasn't like, she took the whole fourth minutes, like, she got back up, and it's hard to judge, because Amanda outstruck her, like, 84 to 70, but it was a lot of leg strikes, which was working. She was tearing down that tree. like She was like, I'm chop down this tree. Kaylin's a, a big, big one. Yeah, she has to get close. And she was landing 19 landing leg strikes out of 22.
1: She said the bigger the house, the more windows to
0: break in that motherfucker. Hey, who's, hey, man, he's preaching. But Kaylin did like just it. enough. That She did, even though she was outstruck by like 13 strikes, she did land a what 63 significant strikes to Amanda's 55, so this she was, was oh
1: yeah that's true. Though. She was she good. had
0: a almost double the amount of head punches, also. Mm. So it was like the body and the leg and the takedowns of Amanda, which was you know the flurries and everything versus Caitlin's, uh probably slightly better counter punching, especially significantly to the head, and just not being controlled on the ground, and it. That's how we get them split decisions.
1: That's crazy. I but no, I like
0: that. how you, you like, the, this is what makes the split decision. Like, you, if you would have left it to what your judges had it, you thought Amanda walked out the better. Yeah, the better I fight. walked out
1: like, okay, got that in the bag. Let me see what my dog Charlo talked about.
0: But now you're seeing it and you think, Amanda, how you're looking at this fight is a little differently
1: controversial man because like i that's right i I kept saying katie was no slouch because like she was getting fucked up but there was no point in time when he felt like she was getting caught possibly he was getting crazy overwhelmed like it was like everything she she got she dished it back besides the takedowns so i thought the takedowns is what got it but like damn she got her ass thrown twice in one that's crazy that's five points arrested because like because um you two it's two for the takedown and then three points and um three points for, for you exposing your back that long, even if you don't and, get the And all you
0: I, have to do is back. I remember you asked, well, how is takedowns really judged and looked at in UFC? And I think this is a good example. Like one judge probably favors more, not favors, but just looks at wrestling a little bit more. And like when that, they counted those slams to be more, even if they weren't a significant ground time, it still counts as like you, what you did, uh, this outweighed That's whatever the other person did. Mm-hmm. The other two people maybe more striker focused, you know, like so those little things uh it is like opinionated sport in some manner when it comes to like judging. So like some judges do think the takedowns are like, mean more, so others just maybe not. It's it's a weird sport like that.
1: You can't trust the judges, man. you if you want, if you, exactly. really want win, if you really want to get the win, tap that motherfucker out. Really?
0: Hey. Make it- Perfect. do what Ryan Span did. It took that man two minutes to get Aya Kudalapa out in the co main event last uh, not last night but over the weekend. Uh, um, I'm not lie to you. that's probably
1: the best pronouncing I've ever heard you say of a name before. <laughs> like, what was, <laughs> what's his name? Aya
0: Kutalepa. <laughs> and uh, Ryan Span, he was the ranked fighter going into it. The other guy's unranked, but he's a, a promising prospect. And uh, but Ryan Span was the underdog going into the fight, and I felt like that kind of put a chip on his shoulder to be like, Hey, that's how y'all feel about me? Let me go choke this motherfucker out of the guillotine in two minutes.
1: Not a guillotine, oh my goodness.
0: And, and I mean, to give Kutub some uh uh, uh praise, it, he is the one who got the takedown, he was three for three on takedowns. He's def- he's a wrestler, so. He got his takedowns. He was controlled oh for over, oh and with a minute and they had over a minute and a half on the ground and he was controlled for about a minute and twenty of it. But all it took was spend six seconds of control time to lock in that guillotine and turn the lights out for old Koopa <laughs> Bro,
1: That shit is a painful item. What do you think probably the most painful solution? Um probably
0: not most painful, but the the uh, again, Kano Nagi roll when because you're basically standing. You're both standing in front of each other. Tony Ferguson, look, look up. Uh, he does the Nagi roll really well. Look up him, and uh, basically you go from standing like on your feet in front of each other. The motherfucker rolls, and when you roll, he locks his feet in with your feet, takes you down, and then now like he has him, like a Rick floor figure four type shit, and uh, it's very rare, very awesome to see. And I feel like it's the most disrespectful because it's, like, what the, like, not disrespectful, just, like, if when it happens. Because if someone takes your back and you get choked, it's like, damn, not much I could have done there other than, like, not give up my back. But, like, when someone's on your back, they're on your back. But to get submitted from standing, like, from striking distance, it's crazy. That's kind of
1: scary.
0: And uh, let's see. I think Ryan Brand was like ranked 14, so hopefully he moves up something and he gets to fight some higher competition. And he definitely needs to work on his wrestling defense because the uh, three takedowns on three takedown attempts, he definitely didn't look too good. Okay. And then we had the main event of the night. This this fight could have went either way. It was a fucking. It was going hard for a while. Jan Blakohovich wins with the TKO in round three and to take out Alexander Rockick. What was your yeah, the leg grab? I believe it was torn ACL or meniscus or something that wasn't supposed to be getting shifted. And uh what did you think about the uh the fight? How were how were the fighters looking before the incident happened?
1: But that shit was out of movie, dog. Like that shit was like you ever see like the movies where they just ah, like. That <laughs> that shit was out of movie kid. Like he was literally, it was like a no. Con- I would say no contact because like maybe the kick, maybe the kick to the other leg before that made him step in a way that his leg shouldn't have stepped in. Maybe he was, maybe it was already on the edge already, and it, he could have, he could have tripped. He could have tripped down the stairs the next day and probably tore it. But, like you never know when it comes to certain injuries, especially like that. But like that was crazy. Like it just ah, because the fight was going at. Because the fight was going there. Like, the fight was straight. It was going back and forth. I think I had Jan win in the first round. But Rockets looked like he wanted to um, – he wanted to go do the- – he wanted to do something. Like, he was really being active. He was probably – I wanted to see what his gas tank looked like. But um, I think Jan probably would have uh, – I don't even want to say it because that was the first round. But, like, when he just walked back in there, it was just upsetting and troubling. Like, it looked a lot better than when I watched my first – like, first time watching a UFC card. Not first time, but one of my first few UFC cards and Connor messed up his ankle. That time. was
0: bad. Yeah, it wasn't like
1: that, but it was still like fresh out of the movie. And like the thing about it when I saw it happen, because you seen it immediately, because he grabbed this shit and fell and without anybody touching him in the beginning of the round. But like, I didn't know if they was going to stop the fight. Because like UFC, like, if I didn't know, like, they were quick like that, they could have just been like, maybe he's going to his back for a second. Like, if he be immediately, because there wasn't no like, in wrestling there's the injury time even in the WWE, they have like a emergency yeah, X yeah they have the emergency it's
0: they up got- to the ref and I think also the when uh the when rack screamed and pain as it happening that was like 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 almost like even if you don't normally stop fights because someone gets hurt in the leg or something to see someone drop in pain like that like you're probably like this the media, like you know this instinct all yeah. like, right oh, this is over it's over
1: the worst part I seen the alternate fighter and they said there was um, somebody had tore their own um, shoulder or something like that and then there was like no somebody had broke their collar something really bad in this area and they and the coach was like I understand you got hurt and everything but there are no timeouts in UFC you I was just like
0: uh, as long as you got fake fuck, it till you make it these motherfuckers
1: are different because like I know how it feels like break your ankle like you can't let that You can't. I know it feels to like break your thumb because you can't let them, that trainer come over because no trainer is going to clear you to do that shit so like you gotta just continue, get up like no straight, no, straight, street.
0: Yeah, um, with this fight, I will say Rock did look really good. He had like four minutes of control time. Uh he there was I think I can't remember which round it was, but there was one round where he rolled in for like three minutes, three and a half minutes. And uh, but yawn. Them heavy hands, he landed quite a few counter punches that were just hitting on the dime and setting up the combos with the body shots. Like, I have to forget how technically sound he is until you watch him, and he is, like, a body punch to the fucking, like, to the liver, and like, ducking his head, going uppercut. Like, he be throwing them things. Uh, but his leg kicks, I mean, they were talking about it early in the first round because uh, they both were, like, throwing leg kicks back and forth and Jan was checking Rockick's, and Rockick wasn't checking Jan's, and they were saying, like, that will add up over time in the fight, you can't just keep letting your leg get kicked like that, especially, remember, I told you, but Jan's a fucking tree trunk, like, his legs are massive, so, and Rockick, who is a big guy, but he is, like, a taller guy, so his legs aren't as built as the rest of his body, and, I'm not going to say that's the exact reason why it happened, but, I mean, 15 leg kicks from yonder are, like, not getting checked at all, like straight to the fucking uh, shin or wherever he's hitting. Like, that's not helping your knee, which was already uh, compromised from what it looked like. So it was a bad way to win, and I don't know who would have pulled it out because it was very even. It, it, it could have went to the judges. It could have it been a knockout in the next round. But that boy Jan did not. Thirty-nine years old, he looked just as good as I remember him. Like he, like that ageless wonder coming out of Poland. Like I don't like other than the Glover Tech Zera, the champion. There ain't many forty-year-olds in this in this UFC business that is even sniffing title shots or even in the conversation. That's the only other good
1: forty-year-old I know is like Jose Alba. Like that's the only other one I know.
0: Yeah, and shit, and he's on his rocky shit, boy. I mean, he got wobbled in that first round. He cut open his eye, and he was bleeding. He was looking, he was already leaking. But then all of a sudden, he taped that shit up. And then that boy went back out there and was ready to box with him.
1: I like them. I like, I like, bro. I hate watching them because every time I see him, it reminds me of him fighting Adesanya. And I'd be like, bro he did not bro took Izzy down like how many times?" Like, that shit is fucking insane. You know those just- fights though. It was just like, every time I look at that and I just look at him, like, he's a great fighter. Like, he's not no slouchy to slight. Like, you're not just going to come over into this division. Like, Bova Teixeira is a damn good motherfucker to beat him at 41. Like, he's some old motherfuckers. And I was watching this um, UK bare-knuckle fighting league, and I was just like, these are what this, these motherfuckers are supposed to be. Like, these motherfuckers are just technically sound so they're in the UFC. But there's going to be some crazy motherfuckers on the side of the street fighting in a barn with no Braum. gloves just throwing them things big bar fight like that's it what looks like he got
0: like four brothers too and like he's the smallest of the brothers. like the yogic brothers like there's four fighting. other like killers that <laughs> is crazy
1: yeah these niggas like they're like the lesnar brothers like they just come in this motherfucker they leave they go places just to fight like yeah these motherfuckers <laughs> would still be fighting if they weren't in the ufc
0: for yeah, if it wasn't for the UFC, these men would be terrorizing this uh countryside of Poland.
1: You'd be no scared. You'd be scared to sell some chickens and goats on their side. On their side. On their side. On their side of the Tundra. Um,
0: nah, anyway, that boy did it, and we ran a poll. Um, I want to say eighty-five percent of the people who voted said that whoever won this fight should go fight for the belt there was four options yeah both of them can fight for the belt um neither uh neither whoever wins this neither will fight for the belt or uh, only one of them would be able to fight for the belt but but majority of everyone said this is basically a number one contender fight so
1: they need to i'm not gonna lie i'm kind of down to go train in like Poland or like serbia or like deep in russia but well, maybe not right now but um but like motherfucking like i'm down to go i feel like the Air, the cold the, the motherfuckers that walk by you like even Norway like motherfuckers that walk by you just ugh. like who, who let who let this who let this this weakling on the planet and then walk off I'll be like yeah that's what I needed on like, you let me go let me go let me go punch this punching back. let me go punch this piece of fucking beef <laughs>
0: you terrible <laughs> I'll
1: be like the boys is kind cutthroat of out there dog.
0: nah I co-signed 100% bro I'm looking at Jan and I'm like, there's a whole country of you. Yeah, there's, no country, <laughs> there's, like, there's a whole country of these motherfuckers. There's a whole country of Oh, and Yonettes.
1: <laughs> Don't get me started on the women. I bet you the women is fucking up. But, yeah, I feel like there's two places. Somewhere cold, like Poland, or, like, somewhere feisty, like Ireland. That's why I'm going to go train that <laughs> for my celebrity UFC fight.
0: Hey, bro, y'all heard it here first. Stay tuned. Y'all, nigga, I'm
1: going to come back cool we're like, yeah, Kevin, how are you gonna make 205? No
0: problem. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, Damn, bro. Take notes all the beer. Um, but before we head out, anything else you um any uh, about this fight card or a certain fight or anything you just want to say to get off your chest before we uh close out?
1: Ultimate fighters fighting. but this shit is fun, dog. Uh, like i i i i i'm enjoying watching ultimate fighter like in real time like versus like watching like some random like clips on youtube the ultimate fighter hit team nunez team Pena. i gotta finish the last episode <laughs> but it was funny because Pena knew this girl knew they have a rebos type girl right that was Pena's first pick so they but there was a girl i can't remember her name right she's kind of fine um she gets she um she gets put um she, she already knew Peña already. Like, they knew her coaches and stuff like that. And she was at her last fight, like commentary and stuff like that. So she was kind of hurt that she didn't get picked on um, to Peña's team. But not only that, Peña picked her number one seed, Reboss type, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, brawling, crazy motherfucker against it. So, like, now she's like, well. I guess you ain't paying your heart as close as I thought we were, so she feels a little betrayed. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like this is some Dana White, Dana White, Vince McMahon type shit. Like Dana White, and like hey, Payne, you know any good fighters? It's blah blah blah. Let's
0: get it. <laughs> like, the Ultimate Fighter. They say that's one of the reasons why he kept the, uh, the the fighting afloat was just because the reality TV show was doing so well.
1: They said they put all into it too. Like the first, like it was like, bro, we got to figure something out, and like. They, they didn't want to just put regular UFC on the shit, so they had to, like, maneuver it.
0: Spice it up?
1: <laughs> yeah, but, like, this shit is lit. Like, this shit is crazy. And then there was another story. There was There's two girls in there that have fought before. Like, they they just fought. Like, they were, they, they were each other's last fight, and they're on two opposite teams. So, like, there might be a rematch in that motherfucker.
0: Oh, that's wild. No, that's pretty yeah. tough. Um. Oh, real quick are you have you picked the side yet i haven't watched it yet so i have to pick a side i'm probably leaning towards newness because that was my champion i'm not gonna lie if
1: you if you pick your newness i'm picking pain
0: okay me? i respect that because I, I haven't <laughs> watched yes so i'll go in blindly to say i'm gonna rock with newness or whatever she's doing i'm gonna rock with
1: and there's a dude that just got beat on there this is his first time getting beat in like six years
0: oh nah see that's what makes the show so exciting and it's li- not live but like it feels live like, i'm feel the pain for you dog damn
1: he yeah, so it was crazy, and they it, they're over there talking to each other about the fight afterwards. and I was like, Well, right, that's some good sports and shit. Like, niggas genuinely, and he's like, Yeah, bro, he's a tough motherfucker, bro. He just wasn't going down. But that's what I got, man. Tune into the ultimate fighter. That shit
0: is lit. And stay tuned. We got Holly Holm versus Kaylin Vieira. Uh, our next UFC card will cover another Apex banger. So stay tuned later this week. And of course, if they find boxing, we covering it. And
1: uh please, please keep my please, keep this Charlo review. This is Charlo recap because that fight was a
0: banger.
1: And that's yeah. gonna be coming to you later this week. But if I didn't tell you, you know Paul gonna tell you.
0: That this has been Totally Blitz Podcast. Again, go like and subscribe. And if you don't, use a big <laughs>
1: Got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools, you can call them boy-